Welcome to the Stage and Silver Screen Podcast. My name is Alex. And I'm Julie. And tonight we are talking Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, We just got home from the show. Uh, This is a traveling production of the Broadway musical. Uh, This uh, is, of course, the Broadway musical that opened at the Music Box Theater on December 4th, 2016 with music by Ben's Pasek. And Justin Justin Paul Paul. and the book by Stephen Levinson, who, fun fact, is also the writer on Fosse Verdon. And this is the first U.S. tour of Darren Hansen. And it started October in 2018 in Denver. Everything starts in Denver. Everything starts in Denver. (laughs) So uh, we're going to try to keep this as spoiler free as we can. Uh, because it is still a relatively newish musical, and it is on its first tour, so a lot of people probably haven't gotten to see it yet. Uh, so Dear Evan Hansen is about a boy named Evan Hansen, and he's kind of an introvert and has some social anxiety issues, anxiety issues in general. And the title comes in because his therapist recommends that he writes a letter every day saying, Dear Evan Hansen, today is going to be a good day, and here's why. And... It's like a coping mechanism to help him, like, deal with stuff. And an event happens in his school that kind of he creates, puts himself in this situation that kind of starts snowballing based on a a lie. And it kind of grows and grows behind it. And it starts playing into his anxiety and how that creates this ripple effect. So it is very, it's a play that's disguised as a musical. Yeah, it's very, very driven by the story, not so much the music. This, um, the music definitely helps add to the story. This is a very emotionally heavy yeah, story. It's very, I mean, it has a happy ending, sort of. Like, it's not like Lee Miz, where, like, spoiler alert, sorry, everyone dies. But it is very deeply embedded with emotions. So, of course, if you follow the podcast, Julie here is a high school teacher. And this play, of course, takes place in high school and deals with a lot of emotions that high schoolers are going through. So I really want to get like your opinion on what do you feel as from like being in the high school environment? Do you feel that this is relevant to Oh my god, yes. Like to I what a like kid is every going through. single one of my kids needs to see it. If you have kids, if teenagers, if you work with adolescents, if you are the parent of a teenager, um, or if you're a teenager yourself, like you should see this. Um it's <clears throat> it's very, very relevant. Um like I saw my kids up there. Um being a teenager nowadays is not easy. Um, and it, you know, a lot of it is unfortunately due to social media where kids do have social anxiety and they want to impress people. And you know, they, your, their worth is determined by how many likes or followers or, you know, streaks or they're sent. And, um, even though that like, wasn't like the anxieties, of the characters was a main focus. It doesn't necessarily boil down to that. Like they didn't say that, but having having to deal with teenagers on a daily basis, um, yes, uh, it is very very relevant. Um, and I've talked about I teach drama before, and I'm glad I do it because I know it's an outlet for a lot of my kids. Um, 
like I said, I saw variations of some of my own students in a lot of the characters that were up there today. Um, so it is very, very relevant. Um, I Okay, spoiler alert, but not really, um, but sort of um, suicide does play a role in it. Um, and it is something that I've personally had to deal with at my school this year. Um, it, you know, and it, it, it's tough. And, um, I, like, I don't know, it, this is, it's very real and very relevant and it's a very heavy show and, um, cause emotions do run high. And like I said, I saw reflections of, I mean, there was even this one girl that seems like she's super well adjusted and she's president of this and vice president of that on this committee and that committee and makes good grades and does this, that, and the other. And I have two girls that are just like that. And like, even like there's a kid who like doesn't like people or talking on the phone or um you know like he has that there's one kid that's like profiled as like the you know school shooter um you know i mean like i said i saw reflections of a lot of my kids in this show and one of the big themes with dear evan hansen is you're not alone um and i think it's important to stress that with this generation of adolescents. So, but um, yeah, so Dear Evan Hansen, this is a very contemporary musical. Yes. Um, if you looked up contemporary musical, this would be it. There is no <laughs> curtain. There is no overture. This show, when it's showtime, it's yeah, boom. No showtime. overture. Like, um, yeah. Very minimal setting. Yeah. Um, a lot of projection effects. Band on the stage, yeah. not in the pit. So very small band too. Very small. Very contemporary. Um, Eight cast members. If you haven't seen Deer and Hanson, just to give you an idea of what the set is, um, most of it takes place. Uh, there's a few sets. There's his bedroom. Mm-hmm. There's a couch. There's the neighbor. There the other students' yeah, the other. house. Um. But surrounding it all are giant screens yeah. that are projected with social, social media, media uh, letters, everything. Emails, um, yeah. Which really goes into nowadays, you know, and how fast things travel. Yeah. There's things in the show that once they hit the internet, social media, it starts expanding exponentially. And, and can also turn. What I liked way. about this was it's kind of a overwhelming as you have them on the stage and you have these screens all around scrolling this stuff constantly, but it's constantly giving you awareness of like there's so much buzz going on. Like you can't turn it off. Nope. It's always on and it's always around you. Yeah. And it's always manipulating you. And that's what being a teenager in today's society is like. So I I, I, I I like that. And again, this is a very emotionally heavy show. So they didn't let sets and they didn't yeah. let everything overpower the performances. Yeah. Um, speaking of the performances, they were all really good tonight. We actually had some understudies yeah, tonight. Probably half of our cast was understudies. Um, but ben I mean, Levi Ross was supposed to be uh, Evan, Hansen. Evan Hansen. And his understudy went on. Noah. Who was Noah. Yeah. Noah Kaiserman. Yeah. Um, who who did a very, yeah, they, very good job. Yeah, yeah. Um 
if you didn't have the little slip that came in and said these are the understudies, these are roles, you wouldn't know they were understudies. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> they did their roles very well. Um, the the music is there is some catchy songs to the yeah. music. Um, so it, like I said, it's it's a play with musical. There's there's maybe one little dance sequence in it. Maybe and if you call it a dance that sequence, is questionable. Like it. Yeah, it's not because, like, we just saw the last show we saw last month was Fiddler on the Roof, and um, it's a kind of a heavy show, too, but it had some, I mean, it had some big dance numbers considering, you know, it's was set, you know, 250 years prior to the show. Um, um, which they actually make a little <laughs> reference to yeah, it. Oh, yeah. This. They actually make a reference to Fiddler in this, which was funny. That, I think I got tickled the most by that because <laughs> it was the last show. Like, I have a feeling that something... That and I recognize that line because I'm like, we just saw that. Well, that I, I knew it because I've done Fiddler before. But, um, and obviously, like, the character saying it was Jewish, so that added to the humor. But I found even more humor in it because it was our last show. But I think that was just, like, purely coincidence. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, that, that was probably my, one of my favorite, not, like, non-unintentional moments. But I, I think we both went into this expecting something really good. I, we, we both yeah. we both were very excited about seeing this show. We've heard a lot about it. I mean, I think everyone's seen the polo shirt and the cast. Yeah. And um, I will say this, and we spoke about it briefly, on, you know, when we were leaving, is... Um, there's some musicals that are held in very high regards, you know, and socially and the, you know, like people talk about and there's musicals that people that don't see musicals talk about. And like Hamilton was one of them. And it creates this like high expectation yeah. because everyone talks about it. Everyone, you know, is posting about it, blogging about it. And so Hamilton was one of those high profile ones. I mean, look, they had troubles with the ticket sales. They had, yeah. You know, they were shutting down sites and all because of so many ticket sales. And I felt this was worth the hype more yeah. than Hamilton was. Like, y'all can leave me bad comments if you want. <laughs> I didn't love Hamilton. I didn't love I, Hamilton. I, I get why it is what it is. I understand the importance of what it's done for theater. theater. I mean, I, yeah. I get the, the strides that it made and all. It just wasn't for me. No. Um, or me, because I'm a more... I don't think it held up to that <clears throat> grandiose hype yeah. level. Where this one, you know, people... When you hear about Dear Evan Hansen, they talk about emotion. Yeah. They talk about, you know, this is something that could change how you look at things. And leaving the theater, when it was over, I felt this was the emotional thing that I was expecting. And, you know, this can change somebody. But at the same time, it is not a show for everyone. The the, the lady that sits next to me, because we have the same seats, um, the lady sits next to me was probably in her 70s at least. And, like, there's some language in it because they're high school kids. And, you know, there was, like, some jokes that were made. And, like, I found them amusing because, like, I have heard jokes like that and comments made like that. Yeah, we mentioned life. this. Is I, I, <laughs> is I, I work in an environment where we, in retail, we hire a lot of high schoolers. And that is what a high schooler would I mean, say. And, and that is what they would say. Or that is what they would bring up. That's a joke yeah, that they like, would make. I, like, I was tickled by it, but the lady sitting next to me was not so much amused. Um, and, and this is one that... 
depending on your own personal beliefs about what the events happen in this could hit you different ways. Yeah. Um, on how you think they handle things and all. But I think the core point is there of paying attention to people. Yeah. And, and in this busy world where people are, you know, striving to make ends meet, they're working two jobs or going to school and all. And, you know, making sure you stop and have family time and pay attention to your kids. Yeah. Um, the other thing that... And that everybody, like wants to be loved everybody wants to have someone to be with them and like the other thing is you know like no one is immune to situations like this um the two families in it were very very different like one was a like evan's mother was a single mother and the dad left when he was really young and um you know she's just trying to get by and this that and the other and connor's family they were and oh they they didn't have a lot of evan's family doesn't have a lot of money either like connor's family are very well off and this that and the other and the mom's a stay-at-home mom so she has more time to focus on connor and the sister and this that and the other and like even the girl that does it all that has you know president of all the clubs and seems really popular and like has her life together like 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 everybody feels sad at some point and like no one is immune to situations like that um and I am very close to a lot of my students this year because I do provide that outlet for them where they can express themselves and like after seeing this show like I know kids need that and I am glad that I'm there because some kids do have the mom that's you know the single mom that's working the job and taking the classes and doesn't have the time to devote to their kid you know some I mean I don't know this touched me in a very personal on a very very personal level yeah I I I myself an introvert uh, Julie Hill will attest that if we go somewhere <laughs> and I need something accomplished or we need something, I'll be like, babe, will you will uh, I'm get, the, get the server, get the person, get that person. I'm an introvert. I do not like talking to people and I do have social anxiety. I don't like a lot of noise. I don't like a lot of crowds. Our son is very much like that too. He doesn't like crowds, but I get anxiety like that and so i found a lot of evan hansen in myself (laughs) um do i have it to the level he does no but i i did connect with him in some ways there were some scenes where i was like that is so me (laughs) but you you know i it's bad to say but i feel like you know i'm was raised in a different way than a lot of people are raised now. I, you know, I didn't have the family situation that he has in the show. Yeah. So I, you know, I, but you know, when he's in school and the talking to his friends, I, I connected with that. Um, but I, I think this is definitely like, like she said, it's not for everybody, but I, I think this is one that is definitely should be seen. Yeah. We are, um, I'm trying to plan a trip in the next year to take a group of my theater kids to New York and, um, we, we will get, we're actually going to travel with custom travel insider. Um, they do trips for schools and, um, 
they were asking, they're putting together a package and they have three shows, but like none of them are set. And I might like campaign to be this one that we go see. But I do have to be surprised. I, I think we both had thought this was going one way at the end of act one. And it, <clears throat> it, it kind of went that way, but it didn't. Yeah. As it, it, it did surprise me. It wasn't as predictable as I thought it yeah. was going to be. I thought something else was going to happen when it did. Yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, 2017 Tony Awards nominated for nine Tonys, won six Tonys, won for Best Musical. Yeah, Ben Platt won. Uh, ben Platt won for Best Performance of a Leading Actor in a Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Best Original Score, Best Performance by an Actress in a Feature Role, uh, uh, and Best Orchestrations that Lost Out to Best Performance by an Actor in a Feature Role in a Musical from Mike Faced, uh, and Lost for Best Lighting Design of a Musical and Best Direction of a Musical. Yeah. Um, well, I can see like where it lo- like best direction there. Yeah, there's a lot of blocking in it. There's a lot of, but I mean, I mean, it it wasn't an overt leak. Like I don't so know. I can kind of see where that. I don't know what won that year, but like it wasn't overtly complex. And also, like as a director, like the bigger your cast, the harder it is to direct because you have to. Make sure you know everything is in sync, and this cast only had eight cast eight cast members, so um, there was no ensemble. There there was no chorus. Um, it, you know there really weren't swings. There were understudies because there really wasn't a need to learn the different. Yeah, tracks. very very small, and and a lot of the understudies were understudies for two three roles. Yeah, too. so. Um, yeah, but there were only eight. Like when they did the curtain call at the end, there were only eight people on stage. So, like I think it's crazy. Like Stephen Christopher Anthony and Noah Kaiserman were the understudies for Evan Hansen, Jerry Kleinman, and Connor. Connor, Ruffin. yeah. And to th- understudy yeah. three, I mean that's. <laughs> but uh, the cast was all phenomenal. Oh, yeah, they, I, mean, I mean the cast was all, all like, great. I would have never known that they were the understudies. The cast honestly. was all great. Um, we had the chat back tonight. Yeah. Um, we got to. Uh, see the drummer. We got to see the, the guitarist. guitarist. Uh, um, we met one of the backstage guys, yeah, um, and then we also had Jer- uh, the, the guy that was Devin Hansen himself, Connor, and um, the mother. The Connor, the mother, and um, Larry, which is Connor's dad. So um, it was, you know, that was really cool. But they wouldn't. It's I mean, always great if you ever get a chance to after a show attend, attend a chat, chat back. back. Attend the chat back because it it is fun to hear these people and to actually see who you saw on stage yeah. and it amazes me how very little people actually stay for those i know i know um, and especially now because when we first started doing it it wasn't well known but now they actually post it on emails yeah. and social media that it's and i'm surprised how many people actually don't stay for that and uh tonight was also the uh our broadway cares they had oh, yeah. the uh, the Red Buckets out there, if you aren't familiar with that. Uh, PCFA. Twice a year uh, during these touring shows, yeah. they bring out uh, the Buckets and Broadway uh, Cares Actor ec- ec- Equity for, what is it? Actors remember. Equity for AIDS. Or, yeah. um, but Broadway <laughs> Cares, um, which is a, I contribute a little bit of my paycheck, every paycheck to it. And it's a really great cause. Yeah, and, and um, the like, money does go for something. Like sometimes you can just get, you donate money, but sometimes um, they have like 
for five so for this donation you can get this and i actually have a dear evan hansen button i'm going to start collecting buttons that and, unless you donate you don't get because it actually says hashtag broadway yes, cares on so it actually it has like the dear evan hansen logo that's on um, some of the other merch that they had but there's actually it actually has hashtag um, broadway cares on so it, then you so. can get like autographed playbills yeah they actually had were the cast that Evan Hansen wears because he wears a cast through the first half of the show um, they actually had that available for a donation of like $500 tonight um, but um, we'll do it for our blood for a cast that was sweaty it is something yeah. and then it's something that the cast does care about because yeah. Oh, yeah. we have been there and after the cast has performed they've been doing this show for two and a half hours they will get out yeah. of the lobby with a red bucket and they will pose for pictures they yeah. will take money they will, and you I think know, it was a lot of stagehands that was doing the collecting there today because the cast is well only because eight half the cast is in the chat back. And the <laughs> yeah, there's only eight people in the cast. But, um, um, but it takes the entire crew to put on a show. So. But you know, you know, to get out there and you know after a show go out there smiling and yeah. So definitely check out uh, BroadwayCares.org and uh, yeah. So Dear and Hanson, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's well worth the money. Oh yeah. You, you'll oh, yeah. get an experience and uh, but I, I think the biggest thing to take out of this is just pay attention to people yeah is the hashtag for it is hashtag you will be you found. found and there are people looking to be found yeah and there are people that are like and they're enhancing that is an introvert that is social anxiety that won't necessarily reach out for you know but they're looking for it yeah so, and I have found a lot of them this year, and I, sometimes they drive me crazy. But now, I like I realize that I'm there for a bigger purpose. So. so, pay attention to people. You know, go out there if you see someone that you know, introduce yourself. Go be social. Be be a friend. Um, so, just a, a couple, of, just a quick news thing too that came out today that I wanted to touch on was uh, it was already announced Ryan Murphy is bringing the prom to Netflix. Well, it was announced today that Netflix is bringing the boys in the band to Netflix with a full Broadway cast. Um, so uh, that I thought that was very interesting news because that is two uh, shows hitting Netflix. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm wondering if Netflix is. Uh, Gonna be the new Broadway. Trying well, trying to find a new niche. audience or a new niche with yeah. Disney Plus coming, yeah. and a lot of their content going off to Disney Plus and all. I just thought that was very interesting coming out. Yeah. Um. So thank you for listening to this podcast. Of course, you can find us at Instagram and Twitter at s a s s underscore c a s t. Um, our next podcast uh, won't be together for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the next one I will be doing will be Arcadian Broad's uh, Wonderland Tales of the Mad Hatter, I believe it's called. Uh, that is a ballet. I'll be talking about that one. Um, I'm not going to that. I am. I have. I'm going joining 48 high school seniors at Universal's Grad Bash. So. I'll be out until about four o'clock in the morning. So, and uh, we're going to be watching it on Friday night. And if you have nothing else to do this weekend and you're looking for something to do, uh, it is Easter weekend. <laughs> uh, go out there and stream it, rent it, voodoo it. Uh, check out Easter Parade with Fred Astaire and Judy Garland. It's one of my favorite musicals and it's a good time. Uh, go out there and check that out. So until next time, keep, keep it, it sassy. sassy.